Divers and water lovers, what is something you've found while underwater that you can't explain or scared the hell out of you? Serious. I was diving in Thailand and we were at a site diving where there were two steep hills underwater full of rock formations, coral etc. Between these two areas was a sandy bottom with scattered rocks ranging between the 1 to 5 meters across, all full of holes and full of life. We were swimming from one hill to the next and inspecting these rocks along the way. I was swimming along one large one when I get whacked in the side of my stomach very hard. It startled the shit out of me and I quickly back off. The dive instructor noticed and came over and we inspected what happened. That's when we a gigantic moray eel. I'm later told it was a giant moray. He was absolutely massive. Never seen one so big was easily a couple meters in length, and was probably as wide as my head. We assume I had passed too close without noticing and he attacked. He hit my BCD and luckily didn't persist. I was diving a spear fishing spot about 30 miles offshore. I was 60 feet underwater. There I was swimming along, when I noticed them a school of mahi mahi. There were about 30 maybe 40 of them. These fish were all between 2 and 5 feet long. They were so beautiful with their sides flashing all different colors. That's when I felt the tug on my leg. I looked down at my legs to see a 12 tiger shark pulling on my dive fin and taking me along for the ride. In a second he had ripped the fin off my foot. The shark then swam away but kept circling just at visual range. I think he was still curious about how I tasted. I kept an eye on him the whole time I was swimming back to the boat. Scariest moment I have ever had in the water. I was diving off the Florence, or coast with some friends, and we found a body on the ocean floor in the creepiest condition possible. He was a surfer who'd gone missing a few days prior, so he wore a wetsuit with his legs, arms, and head exposed. Crabs had eaten the flesh from his exposed bits so basically he was a torso with a skull and skeletal limbs. The creepiest dive of my life though. Two buddies of mine and I were on a night dive in the Puget Sound hunting prawns. It was about 1am and we are a good 100 foot deep. The pitchest black you could imagine. We used to do this thing on night dives, where we'd get in a circle, turn off our lights, then stir up the water and watch the bioluminescence float around us like floating stars in a black watery space. Beautiful. Only this one time we turn off our lights, stir up the water, and the water glows just enough to reveal a fourth person sitting in our circle. We were at a dive resort, so it wasn't so odd to see another diver. Only it was 1am, we'd seen no one else prepping a dive at the dock. He was also alone which was odd. Considering the dangerous conditions of a night dive in those waters. And he had no fins or gloves. I don't know how he swam so well without fins, or didn't get hypothermia without boots or gloves. We wore dressuits, because it was so cold, but this dude was in a wetsuit with exposed skin, and we thought we saw a giant gash in one of the legs. So the three of us all notice him, and we are too ducking scared to move. I can hear my buddies panting in their eggs, and the guy just smiles and waves, then swims away. That was 100 times creepier than skeleton dude. Whenever you think you're alone and someone just shows up, like in an alley at night, it's weird as duck. 100 foot underwater at night is terrifying. I like kayaking when I get the chance. But one day, in a lake up in Glacination Park, Montana, the most beautiful place I've ever been. And I totally recommend it when I saw a small boat. A little, vintage looking, tiny motorboat. 
the little tiny mini speedboats you always see in 70s movies set in Miami or something. Just a few feet underwater. Perfectly preserved. I could reach down and touch it. There was no signs of damage. No signs of why it sunk. It was strangely eerie. I had to leave, because for some reason it just freaked me out. The idea that something could sit. Inches from the air, but still submerged for years. Probably. It made me so uncomfortable, and I don't know why. South Floridian. Here, I grew up fishing and diving. Which has led to a few notable stories. The one that sticks out the most was during my high school years. I had just taken a deep breath, and gone down to a reef about 30 or so below. My friend was still on the boat above, and we were the only ones on the reef. I got down to the bottom, and noticed a thin upright pole. Upon closer inspection it was indeed a normal fishing pole, but old and rotten under the water for so long. Right as I was going to grab the pole it was pulled from my hands, just shooting up and away, as if being reeled in by the other side. It was gone within a matter of seconds. So I started my resurface expecting to see another boat responsible. No boats. Nothing in sight. But of course just my friend and his boat. I never bothered telling him. Because he would have never believed me anyway. The only explanation I might have is that the pole was still attached to a fish or something. Although I doubt it. Still gives me goosebumps thinking about it. When I was younger. I used to dive and snorkel a lot in the Florida Keys. On one trip, I think I was snorkeling. I was swimming and everything was great. Until I spotted a group of big barracudas. So, I've run into small sharks and eels while diving. And I'm generally fearless. But I stopped in terror when I saw the barracudas. One in particular was closest to me, while the rest of the group was a little further. He turned a bit and made eye contact with me. They have been known to attack divers. So I swam away slowly. Luckily, they didn't come towards me. I don't think there was a real chance that they would have attacked me. But it was the most worried for my safety that I'd ever been while diving. I think what was the scariest to me was that the sharks and eels had basically ignored me. But the barracuda looked at me, seemed to think about me, and then decided, nah, you can go. Woo. I was diving off the coast of Fiji and we went through a natural tunnel, like a 10 meter cave slash passage through a rock formation. So we start swimming through the cave and suddenly the light was weird. Like the blue tint from the water has been replaced by a red one. Now all divers will know that this isn't only weird because the color changed, but also because red is the first color to disappear after a certain depth, usually between 30 foot minus 10 man 40 foot minus 13 meters a. ND we were over 70 feet, 23 meters, deep. LSO bear in mind this was late morning on a sunny day. Imagine this scene, me and my dive buddy are going through an underwater cave and suddenly everything, or no apparent reason, s tinted red, color that you are literally supposed to be unable to see while diving at that depth during the day, on exiting the cave, everything was back to blue, thought it was just me, so I didn't signal to go back up to the dive my buddy asked me if I'd seen the water tint red too. He can't explain it, and the folks from the local dive shop had no idea what we were talking about. Down in Large Ola, California, they have caves along the coast that you can swim through, if the tide's right. This particular day the water level was high enough that you could swim through this one cave that was pretty narrow. Well, 
It's my turn to swim, and when I'm halfway through a set wave comes in and clears the cave while I'm still in it. I was smashed against the side of the cave. Bloodied up the back of my shoulder pretty good. But we are thinking. Well shit. We just got in the water. We were planning on swimming out to a boy and then back to shore. So I just say duck it. Let's do it. Exposed wound in an area known for great white sightings. No big deal. Gotta get a workout in. Well we get to the boy and I just have the biggest sense of dread. We are probably a good 15 minutes swim from shore and I start thinking about this wound on my arm just leaking shark bait into this giant vast ocean full of stuff that probably wants to eat me. Sure enough. I'm looking down and I see. Something swimming towards me. It's dark. I'm like what the duck what the duck what the duck and I started swimming away from it. T. And I turn around too. And I see two more of the same things coming at me from different directions. S. My face goes completely white. E. I'm expected to get grabbed and pulled under and never seen again. N. Nothing happens. S. My friends can see the look on my face and they're asking me what happened. D. We all decide to swim in together. R. My friends were all better swimmers than me. E. But on that day I beat them all back to the shore easily. Y. I'm practically kissing the sand. When I finally made it to the shore and this old man comes up to me and says. You shouldn't be swimming with that cut on your arm. You're attracting sharks. Edit. They were probably seals. If anyone was wondering. Edit 2. Large Olens Unite. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. On one of my night dives at the Flower Garden Banks Marine Sanctuary in either 2005 or 2006. Had my first encounter with a beaded sea cucumber. I thought I stepped out of the real world and into a science fiction slash fantasy world seeing this long worm with tentacles surrounding its mouth like a cross between a snake and an octopus. Very scary initially. Now I look for them because they are pretty cool. On a more recent dive this spring. Although I knew I was going to see it, the whole purpose of the dive after all. Finding the 3 year old 80 pounds golden lab that had been swept away in the spring floods and trapped in debris under a bridge, scared the heck out of me when I first found her body visually. Knowing you are looking for it and actually finding it are two different things. But at least I was able to bring her body home for her family. I grew up diving. As my family owned a dive shop. I've dove all over the globe. But the thing that creeped me out most happened on my local lake. I was about 10 and had taken our ski boat from the dock to a secluded cove to look for an abandoned cemetery. The lake was created by TVA in the 30s and displaced an entire town, leaving several places like this lost in the trees with no access. When I got onto the shore, I found a blanket with all the edges tied together to make a bundle. I didn't open it but did some exploratory poking. There was obviously a cinder block in there, and the rest was just squishy. After a particularly vigorous poke, blood started seeping through the blanket. I hauled my little ass back to the boat and never looked back. Decades later, I still think about that and wonder what was in there. On a lighter note, our shop got a lot of business retrieving dropped items and speedboats that idiots would sink. My dad was the shop's master instructor and normally passed these jobs on to me, or one of the regulars. However, he took one job in January to test his new dry suit and took along one of his friends. I was egged ear tote and waited on shore. Dad came up first and started telling me about this weird looking, 
fishing lure he'd found while sifting through the silt. About that time, the buddy surfaces and asks dad why he was playing with that tampon for so long. I had an awesome childhood. I found that damn cemetery back about 20 years ago while doing some volunteer work mapping the numerous abandoned railway tunnels. The water was at a low then. So maybe three and a half feet in the area we were in. Just enough to cover the headstones. We had taken a shortcut, heading across what we thought were shallows, to try to pick up the railroad bed again and follow it up to our next tunnel. I'm standing in the front of the boat, taking a moment to get my gear situated. When wham, boat stops and I don't. Ass over tea kettle. I go flying out of the boat and land face first in the water. Turned out that the boat had hit one of the headstones. I was snorkeling in the Caribbean, and I got separated from the rest of the group. We had be sticking close to the shore, to look at the small fish and things. Touristy stuff. I stayed behind to look at a small school of fish, and when I looked up they were all way ahead of me. To catch up. I took a shortcut across deep water. I was swimming along for a while, not seeing any fish or anything, when I just saw a murky outline in the distance. You know, when you're looking at something underwater from a distance and it's just a shape, like that. But it was huge, easily bigger than me, just slowly swimming parallel with me. I didn't take the time to investigate it closer and just swam to shore as fast as I could. Still gives me chills when I think about it. My brother and I were in the water at a beach in Moi. He knows I have a fear of open water so he was ducking with me like poking the back of my leg with kelp and throwing sand on my back etc. We were just floating in like 3 feet of water. He had just thrown sand on my back when I turned to yell at him and he stood straight up and looked past me. I turned around and saw what he saw the next wave that was rolling in, about a foot tall and 4 feet from where we were, we just saw a long shadow roll by, he got out of the water and I didn't go back in the whole trip. I swam out into the middle of a lake in northern Wisconsin on a warm summer day, I was floating on my back, just relaxing. After a bit, I started thinking about how deep the water was. And then about a horror movie I had recently seen that featured a giant monster bursting up through the water in a lake not unlike the one that I was floating in. I started to feel kind of nervous. Suddenly, I heard the most god-awful roar, as if the lake was exploding beneath me. Terrified. I bolted up to tread water, only to see the trailing smoke from a SAC fighter jet that was practicing flying under radar. Diving in Palor once, and we're at about 100 foot. There's a wall on one side of us, and then the ocean just drops as far as the eye can see on the other side. A tiger shark pulled up next to us, and just started swimming next to me, like I'm his dive buddy or something. At first I didn't care, but after a few minutes I started to feel uncomfortable. We kept looking at each other, and he was a good 6 foot, if not a bit more. After a few minutes a school of yellow fin tuna appeared near us, and all of a sudden, that shark decided he wanted one, and just dive-bombed out cut one of those tuna in half. In a split second a couple more sharks appeared and cleaned up the rest and they all swam off quietly, like you do. Made me realize how lightning fast those things are, and absolutely badass. Okay here's a fun one. Made me feel like a bitch at the time, but now I look back and laugh. Snorkeling on the gulf side of Mexico, just after high school, had set up a day beach good location. Water dropped to about 20 feet deep just a short distance offshore. Things are going well. 
we are seeing just hundreds of fish. Small school of puffers, didn't even know they schooled, which scared a few people. So at one point, I'm just swimming back up to the shallow beach, and turn around to swim backward, when I see, I don't know, 6 to 12 of these small fish, white bodies with yellow fins, right off the end of my flippers, swimming hard, like, chasing me. Moments later I'm scrambling up on the sand like a shark is right on my ass. Did that whole look around to see if anyone noticed me being a full thing. In retrospect, they probably liked the current I was generating with the flippers or something. I know they weren't dangerous. There's just something truly frightening about so much smaller than yourself being aggressive or chasing you. TL. Doctor chased by tiny, probably harmless fish while snorkeling. Scared the crap out of me. So I'm in Cancun, Mexico with my host family, exchange student. There's this hotel that's surrounded by a river thingy that you snorkel in. I can't sink. Lol thanks. Body fat. So I don't have a life jacket. I'm about a mile of swimming into the river when I see something interesting at the bottom. I struggle downwards. The water was maybe 9 to 12 feet deep. And I see it's a conch shell. What a perfect present for my younger host sister. It's her birthday today, and she's love it. I keep trying to swim to the bottom, only to get pulled back up, over and over by my own mass. It's been 30 minutes and I have a headache. I'm not going to give up that easily. I managed to get a hand on the shell, and pull it toward me. Victory. I have a sudden sharp pain on my stomach. I drop the shell in surprise, and I see a little blood coming out of a new wound. I swim to land and investigate the mark on the shore. The wound was bizarre. Shallow but in a shape that looks like the bite from human molars. I've been pinched by crabs plenty of times, and this looked nothing like a crab pinch. Didn't feel like one either. I couldn't figure out what was living in that shell. I scoured the internet in my zoology textbook, but nothing matched my bite marks. To this day, I still don't know what bit me. Bodies. One summer at my cousin's lake house, my cousins and I were out swimming, and at one point my sister started screaming bloody murder. All the adults jumped into the lake to drag her out. Turns out she had just had seaweed wrap around her leg. What our parents hadn't told us was that a man had drowned in the lake and his body hadn't been recovered yet. He washed up on our shore the next day, still a little scared to swim in that lake. I'm probably too late for this to be seen, but I figured I'd share the story anyway. I'm a scuba diver, and a few months ago I was diving for fossils in Venice Beach, Florida. This was at the height of all of the shark attacks on the east coast. While I was at the bottom, around 30 feet down, out of the corner of my eye I noticed some movement. Of course, since I'm wearing a mask, I can't see anything properly out of my peripheral vision. So I turned around to face what was moving, and I see a dark round shape headed straight for me. I was using my knife to dig around the seabed for fossils. So I already had it in my hand. I prepared myself for the worst, and got ready to fight a shark. Just as the object was getting close enough for me to start stabbing, it turned to the side and I finally saw what it really was. It was bird. A large diving seabird. About the size of a Canada goose. Swimming around 30 feet deep. Following divers. Because we stir up fish. Honestly. It was one of the most terrifying things I've ever experienced underwater, until of course I found out what it was. When I was maybe 9 or 10, 
I was with my family in Corpus Christi for a summer vacation. My parents were on the beach. So I thought I'd go and see how far away from shore I could get. You know. Because reasons. Before I knew it, I was so far away I couldn't really see land anymore. I was 9. This may be an exaggeration. So I turned and started leisurely swimming back. As I began to paddle back I felt a tickle on my foot. So I turned to see what it was. All I could see was some blue tentacle looking things in the water and a pinched looking bubble floating nearby. After I blink stared at it for a second. Realizing it was reaching for me. I panicked and raced back to shore. Naturally. Since all parents are buttholes. When you're 9 or 10. They didn't believe what I had seen. And we left for the day. I forget about it. Go back to my gamma boy. Or whatever the shit kids did those days and it's over. Who cares. Next day comes. And we go back to the beach. It's closed. Like area 51 closed. All of the beach. And I mean every square foot was covered with these half moon bubbles. A there with purple blue squishy looking tentacles coming out of them. I'll cut to the chase here and say that we ran into a local who was walking around barefoot amongst these alien heathens whom informed us that these were Mexican jellyfish who migrate up the gulf every so often. Apparently they were poisonous. He continued. Until you pop the bubble on its head. At which point he stomped on one. Yup. It popped. My mom nearly fainted. My dad burst out laughing. And I just wanted an ice cream probably. I was diving at the coast of Manly Island. Near Sydney. On my gap year. We were told to stay away from caves and whatnot because common sense. What with sea snakes and such. Me and three friends jump in and swim for a bit. We are were at the edge of a reef and just checking out some coral and junk. Me and another guy swim to the very edge of the reef. To check out the deeper bits. Not going down too far of course. And swim past a small crevice. It was so small we didn't even notice it. I turn my back to it for a bit. To check where the other guys are. And my buddy starts shaking the bejesus out of me. And is frantically pointing towards the crevice. I turn. Already expecting a demon or some monster. And squeezing out the crevice comes this ducking enormous blob of maroon flesh and suckers. At this point I wet my pants. No lie. So basically it was a rock octopus with the arm span of a paddling pool. And it lunges. And the other guy. Squirting him with ink and a sappy ring. I thought it was gone. Cause I cold and see shit. I saw his arm flailing out of the blackness. And I thought he was swimming to safety. And I was ready to get the duck out of the ocean forever. From a distance I saw that the octopus had him by the right leg and was groping him in a mass of inky horror. I had no idea whether or not to help him. I had never been more scared because I knew octopus can kill people. I was so scared I could barely breathe. I tried to go help him and when I got close to him the octopus scarped further down into the reef. I had never seen a man look so frightened in his life. He swam so fast up to the boat with me in pursuit and the guy didn't need a ladder to get up to the boat. He just breached the surface and hoisted himself by his arms on the edge of the boat. I called the driver over and he ran over. My buddy had a chunk of flesh the size of a tennis ball out of his calf. He still has marks from the suckers. Those moffas are strong. To this day he has never even been to the beach. And he's even scared of baths. I was scuba diving on the Great Barrier Reef near the Whitsunday Islands. There were tons of fish and a lot of cracking sounds from parrotfish chomping on coral and such. There were so many fish swimming around I would almost lose sight of my diving buddy. 
All of a sudden every single fish was gone, and the cracking sound stopped. I heard nothing but my breathing, and saw nothing but my dive buddy looking at me shrugging his shoulders, as if to say WTF. I still have no idea what it was but something scared the fish enough to make them all disappear in an instant and all I could do was blow bubbles and share um. Dude looks. The hair on my neck is literally standing again just thinking about it. The water was so clear off the coast of the outer banks that day, I was seriously kicking my own ass for not bringing my dive mask and flippers. We were swimming just off Nag's head pier, killing time while my friend finished his shift at the pier's fishing shop. There wasn't much to see close to shore, so I swam a bit further out, free diving here and there. The pier is about 750 feet long, and I reached the end of it without seeing anything too exciting. I finally gave up and decided to head back in, met up with my friend after his shift, and we were talking about the clarity of the water, no shit, he says, I got some great pics of the sharks off the end of the pier, he pulls out his phone and shows me the image of about 10 hammerheads clearly visible, circling around the exact spot where I'd decided to turn around. I was delivering a sailboat from Tortolita Feet. Lauderdale and we were becalmed north of Puerto Rico, like no wind at all, looked like a glassy lake on a calm day, I decided to clean the impeller for the speed log, spinning wheel about 5 feet underwater on the hull, as it wasn't working well, and with the crew keeping an eye out went snorkeling to chip away the barnacles, so I'm under, and chipping away, and focused on the job, and I realize where I am, above the Puto Rican trench, which is 25. 000 plus feet, no kidding, deep. And I start to picture how much water is underneath me, and what an insignificant little surface mammal I am. So I muster my courage and look down. The water is super clear, and because there is very little surface disturbance I can see forever, and of course start to think about what else is down there, at the very edge of visibility, which seemed a really long way down. I could see the occasional large dark shadow moving slowly, and after a minute or two Joss couldn't take it, and nope the duck right out of there. The shadows could have been caused by the sun on the surface. But I have a good imagination, and it was just too deep that's almost as high as a commercial. Airliner flies over land. Got the impeller free though, and was a great experience. But not sure I would be happy trying it again. We also used to clip on the stern ladder with the safety harness, while the boat was sailing, same passage, and jump off the back with a bar of soap to wash, being dragged a few feet behind the boat. After that trip I realized that we were basically trawling for sharks with human bait, and can't believe we didn't realize it at the time. No issues but would not do again. Makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it. Went out to Miami Beach late one night with family and friends to scatter my aunt's ashes in the water. We were giving our little speeches beforehand, and about 200 feet out the water starting glowing bright blue and green. It looked real similar to dive lights under the water or glow sticks. We all stopped what we were doing and stared at the lights trying to figure out what it was. Some guy passing by decided to jump in and find out. He swam about three quarters of the way and the lights slowly faded. He stopped and asked us where they were, and we told him. He floated for a second and the lights suddenly went bright, and were about 10 feet away from him. He noped the duck out of the water, and as soon as he got out, the lights went away. We did some research, and came up with plankton, that were in spawning mode and him going near them made them stop. I was diving around Fisher's Island, New York, 
the bottom was very sandy, and I spotted an area about 3 feet, probably closer to 2 feet, in reality, in diameter that looked like it had been smoothed over, I figured something had been buried there, so I found the edge, and stuck my knife in, and tried to pry whatever it was up, immediately, the whole thing, whatever it was, started to shift back and forth, rotating an in or two clockwise, then counterclockwise. I removed my knife, took a deep breath, and floated upwards. The shifting continued for a few seconds, then settled down. I swam off, deciding not to duck with whatever it was. Someone suggested it was some sort of sea turtle hiding in the sand. I've never seen a sea turtle in the area and I didn't know they did that. Um. Scared the hell out of me was wakeboarding next to a bear swimming across the water. The driver stopped the boat, so I was about 10 feet from a bear in the water with something strapped to me feet that is hard to remove. Another time was also wakeboarding, and I was in the water behind the boat and a very large fish swam under the boat and knocked it around. I have an intensive fear of sturgeon, so it took my mom about a year to tell the story. I remember it happening, because everyone on the boat got up, and was trying to look in the water. Mom said it looked like a 15 foot shadow. Sturgeon don't have teeth, and are relatively harmless. But I'm more scared of them than sharks. While diving I have just seen sunken boats. Nothing special. I've had some pretty terrifying experiences in the water. I was 12. Diving down in Kazumal. Reached about 90 feet, when I started choking. It felt like something came through my bay and I just cold and catch a breath. I started freaking out and thankfully remembered my training to not just go straight to surface. As I was about to hit my first stage I finally caught a full breath. Proceeded to use half a tank in about 1-2 minutes haha. Second time I was drift diving in Lauderdale. My mom and I missed our surface spot and got lost out in the middle of the ocean. Thankfully after about 45 minutes the boat found us. Third was when I was kayaking in the Ashley River in SC. My father and I were in our kayak that was 12 feet long. An alligator decides to cruise by right next to us. It was as long as a kayak. Exclamation mark. I used to kayak a lot solo. For those asking, don't solo kayak on the ocean like I did. It's a stupid thing to do and asking for trouble. But I enjoyed it. I would pack some meals and some camping gear and kayak around the PNW camping, and generally just having fun. What I especially liked to do was swim around and look at things underwater in the evening. This wasn't near shark territory, or, at least, I've never seen one, though I have been warned to not get too close to whales. So it wasn't a danger to just put on goggles and swim around close to shore in the evenings. Well, one evening I was camped near a sheer cliff. It made a nice little bay, and I dove into the water to see what kinds of things were down there. Usually I just accidentally scared fish and saw some kelp. This time, instead, I saw a cave in the cliff under the water, and a person wearing a green dress just standing in front of the cave and staring at me. It scared the piss out of me, and I bolted to shore. I waited for half an hour and she never came up. By this time night had fallen, and I decided to duck that. Threw my gear into the kayak, and bolted a few hours up the coast, and crashed at a campground that had other campers there and a loud fire. Years later I read online about an artist in South America, that put statues of people underwater, and I realized, that that was what I had seen. 
stuff had grown on the statue and made it appear like she was a spirit to me who just had a cheap pair of goggles and low visibility water at dusk. I've never heard any reports of anything in that area, though. So either whomever put it there isn't talking, or actual divers don't talk about their cool little spots. And, to be honest, it really was a fairly out of the way spot. You could only get there by water. I've shared this story multiple time here on Reddit, but here it goes again. It was at my wedding weekend. We were on the Gulf Shores Nirish Panama City, a bit west, but not quite to Destin. I had rented a sea kayak for everyone to enjoy, and it was awesome. One of my wife's best friends wanted to take it out, and I was the only other one to go along at the time. We paddled out a ways to distant sandbar. We were in some deep water tow me deep being like 75 feet or so, b. Uh, the sandbar below seemed so much closer given how clear the water was. Was very hot. ND we decided to cool off by going overboard for a minute. Say in the water we spent a whole 15 seconds laughing and enjoying ourselves. And then simultaneously we looked down and saw a huge shark like shadow below us. E. Both clambered back into the boat as quickly as we possibly could. Once back in the yak, we took a survey of what the duck we had just seen below us. Earns out. It was just the shadow of the kayak on the sand below. Oh this day and many many kayak trips later this remains my best kayak deep water story ever. I was leading a group of 8 students on a night dive off of Olivibor dive boat in Egypt. Every few minutes I'd turn around and just make sure everyone was still there and hadn't gotten lost. About 30 minutes into the dive, we all settled onto the bottom in a circle to turn off our lights and check out the bioluminescence. After we turned our lights back on I scanned the circle quickly to count everyone. Kneeling off to one side of the group. Alone. With no dive light. 45 feet underwater with no other boats in sight on the surface. Was a single unknown person fully geared up. B. Reathing steadily. ND making eye contact with me. Panicked a bit right then. Because I had no idea who the duck this person was. Or where they came from or what they were doing down there. And so I did the only. Logical thing. Lead my group back to the boat and never mentioned it to any of the kids. Still creeps me out. When I was taking my navigation portion of my paddy advanced certification, my instructor had me swim out from the wall into the deep blue, all while swimming completely by compass. While I was on my return swim a remora attached itself to my stomach causing me to spit out my regulator, inhale water, and freak the duck out. The scariest part was that I had swam far enough from the wall that the instructor and the dive group could see none of this happening. Luckily I did the proper regulator recovery before I inhaled too much water and drown. The remora did end up following us the rest of the dive. So, at least when we got topside and I told everyone what happened they believed me. I was in the Bahamas on a small sail cruise slash scuba tour with some friends. Everyone except for me had a scuba certificate. So when it was time for the shark feeding at the bottom of the dunes, they all attended, and I was allowed to snorkel by the surface and watch them, but remember to lie very still. I'm fascinated by the reef sharks swimming in a circle at the bottom, eating fish from the diving instructor, when I suddenly faintly hear someone yelling something inaudible. I pop my head up, and see that one of the crew members is racing towards me in a tiny yellow boat, and screaming get out of the water. So I haul ass towards him in complete confusion and fear. He drags me into the boat so violently I had a big bruise on my arm several days afterwards. 
As soon as I'm in the boat, literally a few seconds after, I feel something bump the tiny boat on the side hard. So much that we rock from side to side. At the same time, I'm realizing that I'm sitting in what looks like a plastic kid's boat with an engine casually attached to it. I almost had a panic attack over the thought of whatever that was flipping the boat over or tearing through what seemed like a ridiculously thin bottom. I remember feeling the water rolling underneath me and I was never more happy to get onto the sailboat. Turns out the crew spotted a very aggressive tiger shark circling me and they decided to not take any chances being I was alone at the surface. Looking like a tasty meal. Still creeps me out thinking about it. I was diving as part of some shellfish research up in Massachusetts a few years ago. The water is extremely murky, but we were deep in the harbor and the more common shark species in the area either preferred deep open water or were not a danger to humans. Nonetheless, when I saw a very dark shape a short distance away that was definitely not my dive buddy I became, you know, concerned. I've had seals get up in my face before out of curiosity. So I really hope that's what I saw. A few days later I was walking a nearby beach doing observations and, yep, I saw some seals alright. Well, most of some seals. There were a half seal, a decapitated seal, and some regular live ones. This year corresponded with the time the great whites were beginning to recover in the area. To this day, I'm not so sure the big black creature I saw was a seal. I was half excited because I'm glad the sharks are recovering and half upset because I may have almost been lunch. I was 14 or 15 out on my grandfather's boat tubing on a small lake in northwest Indiana. Fairly shallow. Maybe 10 to 20 feet with a channel. That is about 40. I fall off the tube and struggle getting into the boat via the ladder. I was husky. My foot slipped to the ladder and hit the stationary prop. Cut to the bone between my big toe and next toe. 12 stitch later all is well. Next summer my father, brother and myself take the boat out for a day and take it into a shallow area to go to the restrooms. We head out to leave and can't move. Engine revs but not moving. We get towed in and leave to go home. Dad says let's go to the beach. The shallow part we pulled boat into four restrooms to see if we can maybe find prop. So we are walking around to see if we can find it. After about 20 minutes I step on something in about waist deep water, HMMI though, and up down to see. I come back up with the prop, after stepping on it with same footed cut the prior summer. Cut foot on stationary boat prop one summer while tubbing. Next summer prop falls off in shallow water, and happen to find it, by stepping on it with same foot. I've lived on or near water all my life. All of my 50 years in Florida. Both fresh water and salt and have seen all kinds of things, but only one that I cannot explain. When I was in high school I lived on Tampa Bay. My friends and I would gig stingrays and use them to catch big sharks by the bridges. Full tarp on rods with massive tests. One night I hooked something. Whatever it was, didn't react at all. My buddy pulled up the anchor, and it tugged us along at 223 knots. It didn't slow down didn't speed up and a couple of my friends said that they could see a light under the bow i didn't see a light but it towed us through the center passive gandhi bridge right down the channel it followed the channel marker straight to the skyway with us dragging along behind it in a 22 foot cobia never dove or surfaced didn't slow or speed up just kept going we swapped the rod and gave it 10 minutes or so then decided to cut the line 
this happened 20 years ago or so, and these guys are still my friends, we discuss it occasionally over drinks and still can't come up with anything other than a sub or a yuzo. I have some great tales of gators, water moccasins, a guy shooting holes in the bottom of our boat, and the time when a bull shark ate half of my skiff, but I can explain those, this one I cannot. Probably not the story op is looking for, but still scared me. I do recreational scuba diving with my grandfather. Nothing too deep I think we went to 90 feet once. We have only dove 20 or so times and nothing too recent due to my grandfather's buoyancy issues. When you go diving one of the first things you want to do after getting to depth is attain your buoyancy so you can control your depth through you breathing. My grandpa can do this just fine. Maintains this state is an issue for him. Whenever he takes a deep breath and starts floating up he dumps his air starts falling to the ocean floor, and then pumps his BC full of air again causing him to float up even more. This is a huge problem. So most of our dives went well and this wasn't a huge issue. But when we were on vacation in Kazumal he scared me to death. We were doing a reef dive, 40 to 60 feet, having a good time, when he starts fidgeting with his buoyancy. Next thing I know I see him float up nearly to the surface, and then come crashing back down to my level. A few minutes later he goes soaring back up this time reaching the surface and all I see is I'm flopping about the waves. Now I don't know how easy it is to get the bends, or how easily this can kill someone. But seeing him just flip around on the surface freaked me out. The worst part is I'm 50 feet down, and helpless to do anything. When we finally got back to the boat he was puking. But nothing else ever came of the incident. That was the last time we dove, and as much as I enjoyed sharing the experience with him, I don't plan on ever diving with him again. A little late, but here I go. I was 8 or 9 years old. Snorkeling in Florida at sunset maybe 6 to 8 feet from shore for 5 feet of water. There were huge schools of smaller fish swimming right up to the edge of the shore break. We are talking thousands of fish. And I noticed that, if you dove under, and swam against the sand the fish would envelope you in a shiny silvery bubble. It was beautiful and honestly enchanting, and I got lost just doing this. On one of my dips underwater, I'm just going along the bottom when suddenly my bubble opens dead ahead and all I see is long sharp teeth, a giant dark eye, and something much larger than me grazes over my back. As fast as it happened. My bubble is my own again, and I stand up, and haul ass out the water. Turns out it was a large sand tiger shark, 9, 11 feet, patrolling through the bait fish. Was spearfishing on a drop off in the Marshall Islands when a huge 10 feet grey reef shark started telling me. After realizing that he was not after me be the fish I was shooting I chilled out, and went back to hunting. While still keeping an eye on him of course. After a few I see him go into a completely closed off coral pool like formation. One entrance in. One out. So I hang back and wait for him to leave. After a few more minutes of nothing I slowly go to investigate. And once I turn the corner and peek in. Nothing. This gigantic ducking shark just complete disappeared. No explanation. Never took my eyes off that entrance and it, not like the bastard grew legs, and walked out to there. Needless to say I called it a day, because I didn't want to be in the water with ninja shark. I was spearfishing in the Bahamas once with some friends a few years back. I had finally killed a good sized black grouper under this rock, that had taken 4 shafts already, so I turned around, 
to show my friend and his face was blank staring past me. I turned around, and a bull shark, that must have been 10 feet at least came up from below us, and ate the whole group of shaft and all. It yanked my pole spear too so now I was in the water defenseless with an aggressive bull swimming around. I got back on the boat quicker than I have at any other point in my life. Two experiences. First we were snorkeling in the Bahamas. I was maybe 10 to 11 at the time. And as we were heading to shore I turned around to see a giant barracuda following us extremely close. It was nerve wracking. Second story we are on the beach in Florida. Nice calm day swimming around and the beach was fully crowded. All of a sudden my mum jumps up and screams shark. She had seen a fin swoop up. Never seen a beach evacuated so quickly. It was extreme. My dad had the bright idea to go investigate. And he discovered a giant manta ray was the culprit. As it was swimming its fin cut the water and looked similar to a shark fin. Thanks for watching. Don't leave before leaving a like to this video. Also hit the subscribe button to support my work. And as always, have a horrific nightmare my dear.